0: Ever in search of relatable content. You're now <laughs> rocking with corporate l- 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 I might sh- be the least
1: relatable guy in men's style media. You think now that's you true?
0: are wearing a velveteen turquoise <laughs> zip front golf jacket today. <laughs> and that gives me pause, but otherwise I would say no, man. I, I think, think you're pretty relatable. I like, think
1: it's my unrelatableness that is relatable.
0: That could be true. Like, I don't know how relatable you are, but I feel like you're very trustworthy because you know why, Noah? Because you're fucking thorough no bullshit either. you're thorough <laughs> no bullshit whatever you're full of bullshit sometimes that's but you're true. thorough you're thorough like you don't endorse stuff that you you don't you don't say it if you if you don't mean it
1: so this is the grooming episode of corporate lunch
0: groom yourself like a god that's the mandate
1: episode 28 what a accomplishment that is yeah, thank bef- you
0: before we get into like tweezers and and barbers and stuff yeah i have to say um, it took me a couple I – I listened to it in a couple different segments, but I thoroughly – I can say this about our own pod because I wasn't there. I thoroughly enjoyed the the Mordecai Rubenstein episode of Corporate Launch. Oh, Lunch. man. Dude, that – he you guys had me guffawing yeah. on the Metro North train, on the subway train, <laughs> the back of an Uber.
1: That dude is unreal.
0: One of one. They broke the mold – when they made more to hire. I mean,
1: he's got he's got it all. He's Yeah, yeah, what a guy. If you see him on the street, say hello, and maybe one day he'll be back on the pod.
0: It was great content, and you are appreciated.
1: So the way I understand this episode is that it's about my hair, specifically.
0: It, I think Sam's trying to <laughs> make it about his hair somehow, even though I don't know about you, Noah, but from where I sit, I don't see a microphone over there.
1: Sam is the true hair legend. Unfortunately, you won't hear a goddamn peep out of his mouth about it because he's back there producing
0: what if what if what if sam started muting us when we said stuff we don't like <laughs> like you don't know what he could do to you he may very well be you don't know what he has in the in the like uh hot mic files you have no idea
1: <sighs> i mean there's there are things in the dark dark files on sam's desktop that i don't ever want to hear those audio recordings
0: careful what you say about shp he, he could he could slice you and dice you um okay Haircut, you know, in honor of the grooming episode of corporate lunch, you know what I did this you morning? You got a haircut this morning. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> how, did, how did you know? How did you I, know? What
1: do you mean? How do I know? I see you every day. That boy looked clean. That should look good. So, here's the thing about Will and his hair Will oh. has a haircut that is at first glance typical men's kind of there's a side part. Um yep. dark a little salt and pepper in a very uh, classic I'm So
0: nervous right now. I don't know where gentlemanly going way. But
1: the the more you get to know it, Will's haircut is actually quite unique. It's much <laughs> longer than it at first seems. Yeah. It is not your average dude's sort of side like hip side part thing. It's got there's something else going on and I'm dying to know. I've never asked you this because uh, I was never comfortable doing it off mic, but
0: here we are. Here we are doing the grooming episode. The job demands that. So you know. how does
1: this work? What is your haircut?
0: Well, uh, I wasn't really prepared for this. This no this, one is. It's, you never are. Um, this haircut was workshopped over great amounts of time yeah. uh, with a talented man named Victor. Um, and
1: how long? How long we've we been with Victor for? Uh,
0: about two years. Okay. Year and a half. And base. The basic idea is I want it long. But then I do want to keep the side part going. And I can't commit f- to the full Christian Slater, yeah. like slick back hair, where, where, the, where the front of your hair is actually goes all the way down to the back of yeah, your hair. You right. know what I mean? Yeah. Um, so it's not a full slick back, but it has a little of that. And then it, it gives you a certain um, dynamism, yeah. might I say, mm-hmm. where you can kind of let it hang. Um, you can let it hang down. Or you can really keep it pushed back and more like cleaned up and side party.
1: Yeah, good longer hairdo, which I'm now experiencing. Sam Hine is also experiencing this. For a long time, I had a pretty tight fade. And that's a different one. But I feel like a good longer hairdo has multiple dimensions. It can be multiple things. It basically can be done multiple ways. It's like a convertible. Yeah.
0: Drop the top.
1: Yeah, exactly. Business party, whatever, what have you.
0: It's it's very true. And then, you know, basically I found a dude who, who just got it. And that's I, and so I don't key.
1: i don't stray sometimes they don't get it. we've talked about that on here some bad haircut experiences to,
0: to quote uh, celebrity type people that we sometimes shoot for GQ and GQ style that's the only person who can touch my
1: hair yeah what a I guess that's very real though one day that's uh, that's aspirationable. I hope to one day achieve to, to meet the only person who will ever touch my hair. I haven't <laughs> met that person yet It
0: would be amazing if if nobody else besides Victor and my wife <laughs> ever, ever touched my hair again until the day I die. Um, I okay. I, I I once got a piece of hair advice mm-hmm. that I think is probably the greatest hair advice I've ever heard, and I thought I would bring that content to the pod. Today. Let's go.
1: Listen up, folks.
0: All right, I'm a big fan of Isaac Mizrahi, uh-huh. the, the designer. Yeah, his designs I don't really know that much about, but just as a personality, I think he's hilarious and awesome. And if you haven't seen the Isaac Mizrahi documentary Unzipped from presumably the, yeah, what year would that be, the late 80s, question mark? Um, You you absolutely have to see it. It's maybe the greatest fashion documentary ever made. Uh, It's about the making of one of his collections, and it's just so good. Um, But anyway, Isaac Mizrahi is also one of those like like sort of fashion commentator personality people who occasionally gets asked to make like TV shows and video series and stuff like that. And my friend sent me a link to an Isaac thing where he was taking questions from like women across America about fashion. Uh And one of them was like, I really need a new hairstyle. What do I do? He didn't have a picture of her. Yeah. He didn't he didn't know her ethnicity. He didn't know her the the natural growth of her hair. He didn't know a damn thing about her. And this is what he said. She was from some she was from some small town. I can't remember where. Like Midwest, whatever. Yeah. He was like <laughs> find the most expensive hairdresser in your town. <laughs> Give him all of your money. And put yourself completely in his hands. <laughs> that was yeah. the advice.
1: That's and you. That's good advice. You think
0: I'm not saying. I'm not saying that like an expensive haircut is a good haircut i'm not saying an expensive haircut is the answer for everybody i'm saying if you are like having an unsatisfactory experience wherever it is that you might live and the like barber whether it's like a hipster third wave barber or your supercuts, yeah and and you know you think like the salon is maybe a little bit weird for choice for you um this is the answer just find it like go to the really fancy place yeah try to almost like when you go into a store if you're trying to buy a suit you want to find the guy who's Got the best cut suit on, yeah. And sure. Get his help, yeah. It's a little bit like that.
1: I like, especially, I like the last part, which is just put yourself, give yourself over to this person, yeah, let he, them do what, the, what, what, let them do the right thing.
0: Yeah, you should definitely like have a consultation t- with, with whoever this person is and talk it over. <laughs> I just think it's, I just think it's like if you're stuck, you know, if you're feeling stuck. Just go to someplace kind of like ludicrous and expensive yeah. and try it once, and it's definitely going to get you unstuck. It might not be the answer.
1: Well, I have two philosophies about this that I live by that I think are They sound maybe contradictory, but they're not they not. They work hand in hand. One is it's only your hair, so whatever you want to do, just do it. Just try it. Don't overthink Truth. it. Just go for it. For dudes, you can always undo it, and by that I mean just go shorter and get rid of it. You're just yeah. going to have shorter hair. Yeah. It's not the end of the world. It will grow back unless it won't in which case <laughs> that's a whole different podcast. <laughs> you got other things we <laughs> got other things to handle. So just like do it. Whenever I mean you can't just be like I'm going to grow my hair long and then suddenly do it, but you commit and then you do it. Yeah. If you want to just like I think I'm going to shave my head. You ever have that friend who's like talks for weeks about how he's going to shave his head and never or whatever does and or then does. Just, or does or doesn't or whatever just takes him weeks to get there or he's going to like do something dramatic. It's like my thing is like just do it. Don't don't get too caught up
0: i agree i I just think like if you're in a you're if you're stuck and in a place of frustration, the biggest thing you need is somebody who is gonna just be like, "Oh yeah, no, I've definitely got an idea, yeah, take this,
1: and don't get me wrong. I understand hair anxiety very well, and i we don't all mean do. I don't mean like do. the male pattern baldness thing, I mean like the like just that I have like weird nightmares about having a fucked up hairdo. Haircut. Yeah, it's just crazy. Well, I don't, it's that, not even vanity. It's not even like I'm worried about how I look. It's just like this thing that you see and that you live with and touch and feel all day, every day. And if it's not right, oh, it's, it can like haunt you.
0: It's mess if it's not right. The, that's the other thing I was gonna say about the price thing. I know it's cool and tough to go to the twelve dollar barber, and if you've got the guy for you, by all means, st- stick may, yeah. may, make him make him or her the only person who touches your hair Especially for the rest of your life. Especially in a big
1: city. Like a big city like New York, you have twelve dollar barbers who came from random Eastern European countries and got here and had very little means, and this is what they do, and they're incredibly skilled. They're yeah. just not like sexy people who work in hip salons. They're just like regular dudes from
0: Georgia or some shit. Or you know? they really don't care and they're just gonna do whatever they're gonna do and if it wrecks your life. They really <laughs> that don't happens care. Often, that yeah. that does happen. They have one mode. So but the, the other thing I want to say about hair that comes from the Isaac Mizrahi advice is the it it is weird to be willing to spend like 400 bucks on a John. Yeah. But not be willing to spend 80 bucks on a haircut. Yeah. Because I don't know about you. I get my haircut like every I don't know, 5 weeks. Yeah. It's not that much money over the course of the year. Totally. Even, even if it's expensive and yeah. it's 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 what you're wearing every day while you have it. Yeah. So anyway, I'm I'm just trying to um, push whatever lingering uh, element of like Trying to be tough and cool about going to a barber or whatever it is, like, if that works for you, great. But if you need to move on from that, just, like, cut bait and move on. Yeah. Try something else.
1: The big thing I find that you need to – what makes a good barber, in my opinion, or hair cutter, stylist, whatever you're working with, is not just their, like, technical skill. Like, sometimes it's just, like, how nice they can fade or how you feel – like, how competent they seem to be with their scissors. Yeah. But the more important thing, I think, is how well they can, like, read your your hair pattern. You know what I mean? And Definitely. not just, like, spot colics, but, like, realize where, like, your hair is much thicker or much thinner or where it wants to fall. And my thing is always, like, let it do what it wants to do naturally. You can't yeah, you fight against it. that shit. Don't fight the, if you're, if it. If you, go you doesn't want to part in one way or slick back in one way, and you always see dudes that are, like...
0: <laughs> it doesn't matter what Johnny Depp photo <laughs> you, you brought yeah. to the barbershop. Sorry, shop. homie.
1: <laughs> but that shit is very, extremely real and is the key to success because the people that – you lean into that and then just let it go, let it go wild or do whatever. Or if you really hate it, keep it really short and then you never have to really deal with it. But that's the only way your shit's ever going to look proper and cool.
0: Do you ever get um, an itch that can only be scratched with a new hair move? For sure. This oh, happens to me. I've, yeah. I, I, the, the, <laughs> the craziest thing I ever did, and there are pictures on somewhere on GQ.com of this, is I went – I was like, I need – I saw. Um, I think it was a Saint Vincent album cover. Yeah, and she had dyed her hair like silver, right? Not platinum that, blonde. Yeah, I remember there was nothing is, yeah. blonde about yeah, yeah, it. Yeah. It was. It was like. It was like shiny. It was silver. Yeah, like gray. A metallic but gray. Metallic gray. Yeah, um, and I was like, "That is so cool. I want that." <laughs> and so I went on this mission, and somebody found me a, a, a really uh, expensive and talented colorist. And it was at a salon that was hidden in this midtown hotel. It was like so hard to find it even when I was in the right hotel. And I went back to the back and there was this magical place back there that was like gleaming. And there were were women (laughs) gossiping in the hair dryer rack things uh, with lap dogs and everything. And this woman like just bleached. I've really dark brown hair and yeah. thick. So she had to do like three passes of for bleach. Hours. I was there for hours. My head was like peeling Burning. afterwards. <laughs> yeah. Um and then so it got to this like um kind of like pee blonde. Yeah. By pee, I mean urine. Yeah. blonde. And then <laughs> she like hit it with the toner yeah. that made it metallic silver and it was super awesome. But it then worked. I, th- I th- it super worked, but then I kind of I think I kind of spaced when she was telling me how to Keep the color.
1: Oh, you need special t- treatments. You have
0: to buy like purple, like bright purple uh shampoo, yeah. for, and it has to come from Target. Uh-huh. It's, like, <laughs> it's a huge thing. is like three dollars and eighty six cents, yeah. and so I woke up like two weeks later, and I'd washed out of the silver out. And oh, then and I remember the I was I was speaking on this panel, some <laughs> fashion panel, and I have like there's a photo of me somewhere with just like urine colored hair. <laughs> <laughs> Until I went back to her and was like, "I need you to redo it purple, and then tell me again. I mean, I mean silver, and yeah. then tell me again how to like make it stay that way." And then, and then you, then you I got it. It, out. it
1: worked. Yeah. The I, I I mean I've had hair itches that need scratching in like other ways too, which are like recently I was spending a lot of time with my father. Yep. And I sort of it just hit me all at once. We were both wearing beanies, and I looked at him, and I must've caught my own reflection. And I realized that we had the same exact like hairdo thing happening. Okay. Like very different, but very much the same. Like his is, his is basically white now and sort yeah. of thin and scraggly, but mine, different
0: effect. But the actual, it's the same idea. Yeah,
1: And like our bone structures and our faces and we were wearing these beanies, the <laughs> whole thing was just like too much. And I, he wears glasses. So it doesn't often ref- like hit me that we look anything alike, but I would just looked at him and we were, we were involved in some sort of, serious business adult situations and i just thought we look ridiculous and he's not gonna get his (laughs) haircut because he's just like this kind of old hippie he's got like a benjamin franklin sort of just like wave like going off the back but my flow which is thicker and way far more um, luxurious in my (laughs) in my youth of course but no i like had like a weird i was just like holy shit i gotta deal with this this and i like ran to a barber and i was like I didn't say, you know, I didn't, I didn't tell them specifically what I was dealing with, but I was like, we need to like thin and chop and yeah, get yeah. this back part sorted. That's pretty specific, but it's this. It, there's a thing where when it's in your head, you got to do it. It's time. Yeah, I yeah, do the you, same. When thing. When you got to like go, you got to go. Most summers, once it starts getting warm, I'm just like shaved my head.
0: All right, so you are traditionally for for years, I I at least thought of you, and you already mentioned it as a as a pretty tight fade guy. Yeah. And then recently, you've gone longer with your hair. Yeah. And how is it? Do you ever have days where you're almost like, man, I gotta cut this crap off and go get that fade? But then you, but then you ride it, ride it out. Or I, what's the deal?
1: I'm definitely past that. I think I was, I was there a little bit. Um, midwinter. The thing about hair is it grows really fucking slow. Yeah. It grows really slow. I think like a quarter inch a month something like that
0: the internet tell you that you yeah i looked that okay. up at one point right.
1: if you eat a lot of meat maybe it goes a little faster <laughs> there's not much else that you can do and um so it's actually, I, everyone it's knows broccoli rob yeah.
0: <laughs> little known fact <laughs> organic broccoli rob you
1: Need that iron everyone knows growing your hair long means going through awkward phases yeah but if you if you time it so that the awkward phases in the winter when you're wearing hats and stuff a lot then you get through that pretty easy which is what i did so I'm aware. I have awareness that my hair looks ridiculous at times. I see that, and I am and, aware. And you're honest with yourself. Yeah. Okay. And I do what I can. I, I like yeah. got a little c- creams and some other things <laughs> that I attempt to kind of tame it. But oh, I by have- the way, we're going
0: to get into the DOP kits too. Yeah. I'll
1: tell you more about my creams in yeah. a minute.
0: Uh, on corporate lunch, you don't get to allied things like you know. I got some creams or whatever.
1: But this, I, this time around, whatever it is, I've I don't. I haven't. I haven't gotten that feeling of being ready to give up i just hit points where i was like oh this looks kind of cool once it gets once you can like tuck it behind your ears yeah you're like oh all right i I got a little bit of a thing now because it's like had you have a way to control it kind of
0: and uh do you expect that we will we will still see are is there going to be an emergency summer cut at some point
1: i don't think so i think i'm too far i'm too far into doing anything like that yeah it's going to be it's going to be a while this is going to be like an era it's got to get longer than I got the Noah beat Johnson Sam Hine.
0: the Noah Johnson flow year yeah, it's the gonna, flow years Yeah,
1: it's going to be an era. It took me a really long time to understand what flow is. That term, I don't know if I'm aged out of that term or I just it never landed, it never hit me, but I only learned it cuz my hair got long. That must have been it. I always had a fade, so no one said flow to me. And then my hair's long and suddenly people are going, nice flow, man. Like dudes (laughs) I know, like dudes at work or like they commented on something. It took me forever to be
0: like, what the, what is, what are you talking about? It's not like, this is like a John corner of the internet term.
1: Yeah, I know. But it hadn't hit, even though I'm in the John corner, I'm soundly in the John corner. (laughs) You are, I spend all my time in the John corner. Yes, you do. I flow for whatever reason, I wasn't in that part of the corner. But well, Sam Hine obviously has been.
0: He's the pre- he's not only a client, he's also the president. And
1: then the other the bad phase, the, the yuckiest phase of it for me was the lacrosse hair phase, which is kind of flow. But I got a lot of people saying like sweet lax hair, bro. Oh man, yeah. And, uh, I'm glad you
0: fought through that.
1: I played lacrosse in high school, but it, it still kind of offended me.
0: Can I float a theory to you? Yeah, flow it. I can I flow a theory to you. I once um I, I once wrote about this years ago for for GQ but the idea was that um, in an era where men are you know coming out of dated ideas about masculinity basically which can be summed up as like um, it's cool and sexy to not care and especially not to take care of yourself yeah uh we we were like really quite a rapid clip moving out of that period and what i found was that there, there could be a process of true uh personal maturation and self-discovery um for men like of our generation around learning how to take care of yourself mm-hmm. and like developing some group some grooming and some self-care rituals yeah that that could lead to like greater breakthroughs does that sound ludicrous to you or do you can you relate to that
1: I can relate to that. I think I think that there are there are plenty of grooming and self care rituals that are already built into that to the the era that we're sort of moving away from. Give me an example. They're just kind of like gross. Like uh, uh, uh. a lot like Axe Body Spray or whatever yeah, is like yeah. in that zone. Or um, really gross, powerful deodorants yeah. that ruin your shirts. Or um, Yeah, yeah
0: the, the insane gel. Just
1: like the stuff you Yeah, the gels. You know, just kind of like Jersey Shore versions of like those routines, you know, that that I think do exist and have existed for a long time. But then there's kind of like that stuff's not really great for everyone. I, you know, like I find like the smell of a lot of that stuff to be pretty toxic. And I find like, you know, if I wash my face with some like insane like Dwayne Reed acne face wash or some shit it'll yeah. just peel the top layer of my skin <laughs> off so I, I think that it's a little bit it, you're absolutely right in that it's it's just like not listening to what's happening in the commercials during like football games and yeah. actually kind of like yeah, it's figuring like, out your own thing yeah it's
0: like you don't eat you don't eat from from football commercials you don't exactly. want to, you don't want to groom That's from right. them I mean if all yeah. you're ever eating is like eight eight piece wings yeah and like spraying yourself with toxic chemicals. Yeah. Like, yeah, it's not a good look for you.
1: I feel like, for, I don't know, maybe this, maybe this is my perception is actually a lot of guys could benefit from scaling back a little bit. I think that there are dudes, especially in the like professional world, you know, who kind of overgroom a little bit. Yeah. And you smell I, I mean, it on them like in the elevator <laughs> in the morning, you know?
0: No, that's kind of like a, that's kind of a corporate thing to be yeah. like ultra groomed and have like a really tight ass haircut. Yeah. And like, yeah, but I don't know. I, I, I'm also mindful of the like bro culture that is the opposite of that mm-hmm. where it's like I don't know I don't like pay attention to stupid stuff like that yeah um, I found <laughs> I found salvation in my wife's body bomb what w- ba- basically this is what happened
1: body bomb salvation
0: yeah it's true so um, she was uh, when when I started dating my now wife she had this really expensive Balm uh-huh. by a, a company out in San Francisco called Infiore, mm-hmm. I N F I O R E.
1: And We talked about that once on the show, I, I, on yeah. the pod briefly.
0: I, I super endorse we- Infiore. Yeah, across the board, um, and still use it. But, Wait, did
1: you start buying your own, or is there still one bottle for the two of you?
0: Oh, I definitely got to a place where I started buying my own, and that was part of the breakthrough. Yeah, but what happened is the 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 the, the where all this started is that. Um, I asked my you know then relatively new girlfriend if I could have if I could try a little of her expensive balm that I had seen her like carefully dole out to herself right and I'm like a giant human like covered in fur all this stuff yeah more skin and so I like she's like yeah of course but why would you think that you couldn't use it yeah and I was like I don't know it's like too expensive for me yeah and she was like wait 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 why would it be okay for me but not for you yeah. like well, you don't think it's too expensive for me do you and i was like no of course not yeah. she's like why would it be expensive for you and i'm like i don't know because i'm like dumb <laughs> you know and she's like hold on a second don't you think that's that's worth considering and so that set into motion a series of like you know trying to learn to take care of myself as a form of self-love yeah did you know that we were going to get into this territory today
1: yeah, of course they did. This okay, is, cool. Every 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 episode of Corporate Lunch, especially episode twenty eight, is about self love and emotional feelings. Yeah, it's Heavily. true. It's true. My greatest uh, grooming breakthrough—it's a pretty real one—had to do with deodorant. Let's go. Deodorant is ruining a lot of guys' lives. Ruining
0: their lives. Tell me how.
1: Well, because first of all, there the, it to me—that's the most. That's actually the most crucial grooming tool in your dop kit. Yeah, deodorant. I believe. Mm-hmm. I I that's just to me that's like the one you need to work. You need to like it. You need it every day. I think I could get. I could go days without almost anything else, but like a day without deodorant is just not going to happen for me.
0: Yeah. So if you came to the office and realized that you had bricked it, you would probably go out, call call a quick audible, and try to go handle it.
1: It it would be tricky because I wear a specific deodorant that I know know you don't go to the Bodega found in New York. I'd probably get through a day. What? All right, what does? But the honestly, deodorant? it wouldn't last. So I use Malin and Gets deodorant. It's a eucalyptus deodorant. It costs twenty two bucks a tube. That's a lot of money for deodorant.
0: Yep, yeah, I've I've had that before.
1: It lasts a good amount of time. This is yeah. This brand and this 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 product has been around for a, a while. It's not like some new thing, yeah. but. After trying basically what happened was after years of just ruining t shirts with deodorant that has aluminum in it, yep. which I believe is the thing that when it's activated in the wash and stuff, yellows yep. t shirts. And
0: maybe also like uh, giving adding cancerous yeah, experiences destroying the other direction. Your body, too. But more
1: importantly, <laughs> destroying, destroying your destroying johns. Your johns. <laughs> so a lot of a lot of I do th- I think common knowledge is that
0: you're do you think ruined. eventually we'll just be able to do each other's? Cor- <laughs> you could just like, all right, do, you do the whole grooming episode as me, and I'm going to do yours. Yeah, and we'll, we'll just, get there. Okay, cool. Episode 228.
1: Yeah. I common knowledge I think is that you're ruining your sh- your s- yellow stains in your shirts are from your sweat, which they are untrue. Not untrue. It's from your, the aluminium. It's as from a British for the said. garbage that you're putting in your armpit. So if your t-shirts right now have yellow stains on them, it's because you're putting garbage on your body that's getting on your shirt and ruining your <laughs> Not shirt. Not to mention
0: going up into your body because that's where you rubbed it in the morning.
1: Anyway, so I dabbled with, I realized this years ago and started dabbling with the various natural products that one can find like a Tom's sort of yeah, in, yeah. or, yep. you know, there's that stuff and then there's the more like designer types of versions of things. The problem is what I think a lot of people say is, well, that stuff doesn't work, which it must be biological because it's sort of true. Well, you'll find one that just like doesn't kind of work. Totally. Like you're, you'll just it's, it's, it it's, this, like,
0: it's the same thing as like perfumes and colognes and all that stuff. Like they're all what, different. It'll smell one way on me and another yeah. way on you, and you need to find one that jives.
1: So, the, well, for me, the, the mail in and Gets one is like perf- is like absolutely perfect. It lasts all day. Like I do whatever I want, and I'm never gonna like have to clear out like an elevator or some shit when I get on and like reach up to scratch the back of my head. Hey
0: Sam, you realize that one day. Noah is going to realize that and Getz is discontinuing the witch deodorant, is it?
1: Oh, dude, I've thought about this. It's just the eucalyptus. It's the the only one they make.
0: And he's going to begin calling every stockist of and Getz in the whole country and stockpiling a war chest of eucalyptus deodorant. This is (laughs) extreme. Noah has the most serious look on his face I've ever seen, (laughs) and I've seen some very serious looks on Noah's face. This is
1: the realest shit.
0: Use the same one. Saves all my jobs. Sam says
1: it saved all his jobs. <laughs> what What Will is saying right now about it being discontinued is the realest shit that's ever been spoken on this pod. Because I can hear the fear in your voice. I do. I do buy them two at a time. I don't buy them in super bulk, but I buy yeah. them two at a time.
0: Two at a time is because legit of, for any grooming product. Often
1: enough, I find that I run out of one and I push it and don't get the next one. And it's just two at a time is the way to go if you yeah. like it. Absolutely. I understand.
0: I have recently been experimenting with a um, with a vetiver a. Uh, uh, an all natural vetiver deodorant that i bought at the body section of whole foods. That is kind of my that actually has been staying in my travel dop. Yeah. And then the one that i'm using at home is called Funkless deodorant. Uh-huh. And it's a little like tub of putty. It almost seem, it almost looks exactly like a um like a hair like some kind of pomade. Whoa. Some kind of hair cream. I've never heard of anything like this. And so you you dip your fingers into it uh-huh. and then you rub it into your armpits. Wow. So the only my only thing with Funkless deodorant is you know your like your rituals in the morning, especially for me, I'm like a creature of habit. Yeah, is one way to put it. There's other words for it. <laughs> uh, I'm a creature of habit is the polite way to put it, and um, I'm still trying to get into the into the flow, if you will, of having of like. You have to wash your hands after you apply your deodorant. Yeah. And it's just one step that I'm like kind of having to fight through.
1: After, yeah, right. You're applying a few things with your hands, and this is another one you mean?
0: Well, I know. Usually, if it's a stick deodorant or whatever, you roll it on and you put it up, and yeah. you don't have to wash your yeah. hands. Like, I'm not going to like even brush my teeth after I've like rubbed deodorant into my pits. So like, you'd my like, my like this to be on a stick, maybe? Yeah, but the whole vibe is that it's not a, a stick. Yeah. I don't know that. I mean, if they offered a stick form, I would probably try it. Um, but anyway, the brand is called Funkless. I'm into it. I'm, I, I'm, you know, giving my real take, which is that I, I there, it does add, a, it's about a five second step to my morning, Yeah. but I'm, you know, particular about these things. Do
1: you have other, do you have, um, grooming product brand loyalty the way, like I'm, I'm an extremely, um, brand loyal person and it's one of my main tenants. So But grooming is like a little bit of a different world in that way because you really got to kind of pick and choose the single things that you're really into. But then there are brands like Aesop is a brand I think that does a really nice job with like a whole universe of stuff. I don't use a ton of their product.
0: They have a hand soap that has a um, uh – what do you call it like a scrubbing agent? Exfoliant? It, it, there's a hand soap with an exfoliant in it that they make yeah. that is like the finest hand soap I've ever used. But does do
1: you do you have a whole a whole like wardrobe of Aesop products or is there no. like one you like?
0: No, I have a mix. I have a I have a few Aesop products in the mix. The other thing that I've noticed about my my grooming products is I tend to rotate them every 2 years. Like yeah. for for me um I, there was a time where like Malin and was like the one. Yeah. And that I worked at four times square then. Yeah.
2: You guys ago. Yeah. You guys are like in
0: pre tower. You guys are, you guys are very pre tower talking about mailing and get stuff. Yeah. But, um, but at the same time I understand like it works for you and you're rocking with it. I just tend to have like a, I'm ultra loyal for like two years and then I move on. Yeah. But the, the, um, the brand of jojoba oil, Uh like my staple, my staple for, everything that stuff is great is the whole foods brand jojoba oil it's not it's not it's not 365 it's not their house brand it's the one that they sell yeah yeah i should look it up um and that to me that for me is um you know i don't use body lotion you use body lotion um i got dry skin i need something i don't just get out of the shower and towel off and get dressed
1: (laughs) i tend to get um Whatever the drugstore has that is like the most dermatological looking lotion thing, like the unscented one that yeah. looks basically yep. like it's like a prescription, yeah. I get that stuff. It's not Lubriderm. There's a few other brands that have like derma something in the name. I get I go for those ones.
0: So you do you do use a lotion.
1: Yeah. I I uh After haven't I used shower, a lotion I just in years. S- I
0: use I use a, an all natural oil, preferably jojoba. Yeah, that stuff is good. My wife has name. that stuff. Um and then I'm trying to think of the other things that I've been, like, super loyal to for a long time. Can we anything dip into f- – Anything from the infiorment. Can we – this
1: is go- – This is. I don't want to backtrack too much, but can we dip into beard maintenance real quick? Because yes. that seems
0: pretty crucial here. Sure. I'm I'm a um, – oh, I know what I was going to say. I also just – basically, I, I put the jojoba all over myself when I get out of the shower. Yeah. And then I rub my hands in my hair, and that's my hair product. The same stuff. Yeah. That's that's awesome. It's just the what's left on my hands after I've, like –
1: that would be the ideal if there was like one thing that you could like. I I'm uh, I use Dr. Bronner's uh, tea tree oil as my preferred flavor for soap. Yeah, but tea that's tree, just like tea the,
0: tree oil is nature's greatest disinfectant. Yeah,
1: I love that stuff, and I actually like the funny sort of medicinal smell of Me it. Too. It really feels good, and it's a it's the, it is a natural disinfectant. So other yep. Bronner products, as I understand it, don't actually have disinfectant in Correct. them. Like the lavender, uh, peppermint, I like those ones as well, but tea tree's got this added benefit. Yeah, of destroying harmful i don't know what but i like the idea of that like
0: bacterial and fungus and fungus like actually tea tree oil itself one this is a this is a hot tip after you cut your toenails Mm -hmm. you get a you get a like piece of ball of cotton or one of those little cotton disc things yeah and you put some tea tree oil on it and just rub it just like paint the edges of your toes with it and it disinfects your toes wow so if you got or if you have like toe fungus or if you got sweaty feet and you get home at night and and (laughs) you just feel like a little tingling between your toes you know yeah just put some tea tree oil on a piece of cotton yeah to handle that you can also like
1: clean your floors with that stuff
0: you can do tea tree oil is magical, man.
1: But I like the bronners because the bronners is like you do anything with it. Yeah, you do everything with it. You yeah. do your laundry with it. You, can you wash clean your the floor house with, with it. it, and you can clean like anything part of your body with it. A pet,
0: a, a car. I would like that to just be the your case. Rim, like, do your rims like with it. Like what
1: you were saying with with the oils. Like if you could just have one thing that did everything, that would be ideal for me. Yeah, because I don't have that. A, is a
0: very Bronner, You know, all for one, one for all. Yeah,
1: that's it. You could like brush your teeth with the peppermint one. I think. Yeah,
0: the peppermint one is interesting because. Um, uh, without getting into too much detail, it'll really activate you, if you know what I mean. <laughs> you know when you're like in the it's shower, got a zing to it. Yeah, it's got a zing to it. Yeah.
1: yeah it feels insane when you wash yourself. With <laughs> yeah, that stuff. yeah. Especially if you've had like a long day of like doing other stuff, and it that's a pretty intense feeling.
0: Yeah, especially yeah, especially if you are actually dedicated to cleanliness, and you know you really get in there you and wash yourself. You feel yeah. it. Yeah. <laughs> it'll, it'll activate. If you, when you do that real deep clean. No, that's how. You, that's you, when you feel it. You know, you got to really get in there and clean.
1: My uh, my biggest grooming thing, honestly, like the one that occupies the most time, is the is the beard trim.
0: Man, let's get into this I because like, oh my gosh, this is it's it's such a intense thing.
1: I it's one thing I sort of I don't really take any pleasure in doing. Me either. Um, it's, the I, it's a mess. And, but it's, it, it's super necessary because I don't like a long beard and I'm not going to do a close shave. It's, that's bad for my skin and the long beard just kind of gross. So I have to, I do this kind of like tight little beard thing, but I've been doing it forever. Yep. It involves like really tight on the neck, basically nothing on the neck, like below the chin line,
0: I guess. Well, one thing you, one thing you don't want is if you have, if you, if you carry like a, a low beard or stubble, Yeah, you don't want. When somebody's looking directly at you or when you're looking at yourself in the mirror. Yeah. You don't want the same stubble on your chin and then on your neck below your chin. Because right. you just lose your chin. <laughs> Visually, you just lose your yeah. chin into your neck. Yeah,
1: you become a hairy finger. You become a neck chin. Yeah, and that's if, right. There's I nothing, never thought of it that there's way. There's nothing
0: yeah. sexy is about looking like a neck chin. Yeah. Um. So that's one important thing about uh, even if you're carrying a beard to at least... Tighten up. Just keep that one tight up. Yeah. Now, the other thing you don't want to do, like, maybe the most common grooming mistake I see on the streets, period, is the dudes with the hard line- The tech beard? On the beard. Yeah. On the, the the hard line- On the bottom. On the neck of the beard. Yeah. No natural fade. Yeah. And then sometimes dudes cut it too high- Oh, yeah. So that when they smile- It rides up the, the line. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> the line below your jaw is above your jaw. Yeah. It is just, like, if, if that's you- just take that's a heart it's okay look if that's you up to this moment yeah. that's okay it's you know give yourself a hug it's gonna be fine you can, you, you can get all those smiles back yeah with smiles for the future I feel like a lot of kids just stop doing the hard beard line for a lot like of that.
1: people like especially in my generation your first beard was like a hip hop beard like a pretty like a chin strap almost like yeah. a lot of kids in high school had like a chin strap well and I, feel I, like I should I should, I should
0: add I should add that the, the natural fade is really a white dude beard thing yeah the the black lined up beard is a it's whole a it's a different thing. conversation yep. yeah i'm like moderately qualified to have that conversation but i am not fully <laughs> i'm not fully qualified i know the basic tenets but it, just to be real i'm not I'm not really the guy
1: but the beard trim i mean i've i have i've gotten to a place where i got my my do you in, have a instrument, reliable instrument I, my instrument is dialed i believe is in it? the philips brand and i have 3 different philips products so they're like i can't tell you the model numbers or names but they have a top that click you adjust by turning it
0: so the the guard moves up and the guard down like moves clicking. up and
1: down yeah i just like the action on it it's super sharp it never pulls or tugs and, then, and doesn't ever like cut if i get too close with it
0: <clears throat> you said it doesn't pull or tug and that probably answers my question but how does it vibrate the right have you ever tried a beard trimmer that vibrates too aggressively
1: absolutely
0: this is awful yeah, yeah. awful and my, my
1: beard is super thick so that causes a lot of tugging and Painful little issues. And then also when you're going lower like on the neck or up high on your cheek against the skin, I'll like cut myself a little bit on some of them. So I think you kinda have to find the for me it's Phillips. Depending on how like rugged your face is yeah, maybe it is something like that. The Phillips ones are perfect for me. So I've got that part dialed, but they're still it's messy. It takes a really long time. Yeah. Getting a beard to like a shorter length, you know, the hairs aren't all going in fine like the art. same direction. It's a fine art. So I work it. I try to get it down to doing it only once a week, but I kind of need to a little more frequently. It just kills me, and you can't do it in the. Sh- I can't do it in the shower because I don't. One of my, I do have a waterproof one, but I don't have the right mirror in the shower, so I do it over the sink, and it's like yeah. it's the one part of my life, <laughs> the only part of my life that, that isn't I don't perfect. have. Perfectly, kind of like dialed and cleaned up, yeah. quick, efficient. Have you ever
0: tried one of the one of the beard trimmers that has the vacuum on it? Yeah, not I have. not real, not real, not real.
1: Not real. No. So I mean, uh, it will get half the shit, but it it there's still half. Yeah, but then you like, got to clean the thing, and it's, it's you just open it, and it gets everywhere.
0: Clean. So I had the perfect Phillips Noroco. It sounds like you might have it. It was black with like red yep. trim, absolutely. And you twist it, and it would bring the guard up and down, That's and it was the best thing I've ever had. I had it for probably seven years and it didn't even die one day i was just like this blade has to be screwed by now yeah and i threw it away I, I remember i was in los angeles staying at the <laughs> chateau marmont seven in the morning day of a shoot throw it in the trash yeah go out on foot to like a cvs or whatever thinking you just get thinking one. oh yeah i'm gonna go buy the yeah, same one pretty common product no problem I get there it's a total disaster <laughs> I'm like well the most trusted name in beard trimmers, like among barbers is wall yeah w- absolutely H-A-L. yeah that's they, what
1: you want to see at the barbershop they
0: did have a store like a consumer wall yeah clipper there so I cop that yeah. like 55 bucks I think yeah. got it back not right for me. <laughs> I then proceed. I've created like a beard trimmer graveyard going through, trying to <laughs> trying yeah. to find the right yeah, one. Same. There's one that I thought I had it and it was a wall and it was really fancy and, it, and the like vibrate was right and all that. But all the guards were like separate click on, click uh, off. Sorry. And it had this whole kit with it. Yeah. Finally, I'm like, I know that this Phillips Norelco is discontinued. The one. Yeah. But I bet if I dive deep enough into the internet. I can find it. Yeah, and I found
1: <laughs> Amazon will will show them up sometimes. If you find the the actual like serial number, you can search this, with that.
0: I found this one. Yeah, somebody had it listed for seven hundred and fifty dollars, <laughs> like they just know. for me. Yeah, they yeah, knew. yeah. They were just waiting for me. I I didn't do it, and I am still to this day don't have the right one. I have another Phillips one that's good, but it the, it vibrates a little. It's a little strong for me.
1: It's. Fun. I have the same exact experience. I, need a I have that touch. black and red one, and then I ex- I also bought a newer one that's kind of silver and blue and is waterproof, which is kind of nice. But it's not as good as the black and red one. I sort of alternate, but
0: does the black and red one have a pop up laser liner that you don't use? No. Okay. A laser liner. I need you to. Can you text me a photo of your black and yeah, red yeah. one later? I'll take this one offline. I might I might buy it for you from I'll, you. I'm not going to pay you 750. I want. It might pay it's you it's like eight fifty. Six ninety nine. <laughs> Uh, Let me ask you this. Yeah. What, where are you at in terms of um, products that's. Because I think for, for men especially, there's sometimes you get enough smell good yep. from a particular product yep. versus just a pure smell good, smell good.
1: Really good question. My general philosophy on this one is to go unscented whenever possible. It goes back to laundry detergent as well, which we've covered on here, and you know how I feel about that.
0: Yeah. I know. We're you, all on the same page about unscented go laundry unscented. detergent. No dryer sheets ever.
1: Yeah. I think you go unscented on everything so that you can apply scent specifically with things that are the serve the purpose of the scent. I get if it. That, if you, that makes sense. You don't
0: want scent baked into your product. Not be, really. Because you're going for a God-level scent.
1: And I think, I mean, there's the there's probably, like, hair creams that smell awesome, and you just, like, want that smell. But I've never, I don't really think, let's be real, like, that's rarely the case.
0: Yeah, that's, yeah. Given how, given how like, groovy the world of of scents has become. Yeah, you don't, I, you don't really want it coming from your, like, hair, like. from, like, your hair product.
1: And if you're going to, it's like, dude, a lot of dudes wear, like, comic some fragrances, for instance. Like, yeah. those things smell strong and specific. You don't want to put that on over... Yeah. I'm not a nose or any type of scent expert, but I, what I do know it. is you don't want to mix that unless you. Some people develop these like high level cocktails where they've got like three yeah, things yeah. That, that all they blend blend together. That is a very specific thing they're going for, and that I I have all the respect in the world. I'm for that, pretty advanced when
0: it comes to this stuff, but I'm not I'm not there. Maybe I do, one day. I like maybe one day.
1: I like, I like I, their thing. Like we mentioned, tea tree oil. Like I like the way stuff like that smells when something has kind of <laughs> it's kind of weird. But yeah, like, like a, a clinical kind of natural-ish, clinical-ish Funny scent like that, but no. Otherwise, I strongly go for unscented everything. You gotta.
0: I so the I keep talking about them, but I, th- I really think they deserve it. Um, in Fiore, they have a they have a vetiver body balm that is just righteous. Smells so good and feels so good. But I've recently been sticking to the jojoba with nothing. Not applying anything that smells good, yeah, and then using RTH YO spray. Do you know about this?
1: (laughs) I was just gonna mention it. I have a funny story, kind of a funny story. Let's go. Tell me. Well, just last time I was in RTH, I'm poking around, and I they started. I think we talked about this before, but they started recently making some fragrances again. I think, and there's like Palo Santo and maybe a um, cedar. Yep. And then there's one called YO spray in a clear bottle. Yep. So I asked the dude just a little
0: generic unmarked bottle. Yeah, Yeah. it's
1: very strange. So I asked the dude what it is, and he said, "Well, who are you talking to?" A a young man who I I don't know. He had an accent. Okay, cool. He was really cool.
0: Brown hair. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. So he's like, "Well, shout out to all the dudes at RTH." He's Will was just about to. I just Renee.
1: Yeah, those are all the homies, whole squad, friends of the pod. Um. Anyway, the story is that he. So he's like, I'm like, what is this stuff? What is it? What is this smell? I. What is yo? And he's like, well, it smells different on everyone.
0: Uh, Did he translate yo for you?
1: He said it has to do with Y chromosome. Is that right? He maybe I didn't, didn't know about know. that
0: part. But yo is I in Spanish.
1: Oh, he didn't say that.
0: So it's like it. It smells like me. It smells I. like it you. Smells like I.
1: So this stuff does kind of have a scent to it i think it's yeah. not super perceptible but basically you put it on your skin and it interacts with your chemistry and then creates it it smells different on everyone
0: the scent of you dude
1: we we. i was like put some on and i put it on and kind of i rode around smell it i'm like that's interesting and then he puts on he's like smell me <laughs> <And you're laughs> Which like, felt weird. i was like uh, all right so i reluctantly <laughs> like smelled this dude's wrist um and it was different the funny part of this story is that I walked out of there without buying it, and I walked down the block and caught a whiff of myself, and I was like, whoa. Yeah. And I turned around and went back and bought it.
0: Yes. Have you been, have you been wearing it? Yeah. Me too, every day.
1: It fades off me really quickly, but I wear it a lot, and I like it. And then it's funny because like my my uh, domestic partner wears it. It,
0: fa- it doesn't fade off you, dude, because it is you. That's true. It's yo. <laughs> but I like, yeah. It's, this stuff is super cool. I'm rocking with all unscented everything and then yo spray. That's which is which is itself only s- as scented as I am. Legendary.
1: He said he did explain to me that it's actually an ingredient that some other perfumers use. Yeah. He he wasn't sure or wouldn't tell me what it actually is, but that this thing is out there and some other maybe high-end perfumers use it and combine it with other stuff, but this is the pure uncut ingredient that does this. It's sp- the ambergris thing.
0: Yeah. Ambergris? Well, that's just like a oh perfume ingredient often damn whale sperm something like that <laughs> it's <laughs> definitely whale jizz oh well, we're, we're definitely out of our <laughs> we're definitely out of our depth here <laughs> well, why don't we reel it back in oh i know how to reel it back in yeah, please i'm gonna reel it back in by taking it all the way out i yeah. recently had a m- massive upgrade to my grooming tool lineup whoa uh officine universal Boulee. what's that left bank paris france I'm I'm in Paris with my wife. She's like I'm dying to go to this place. Super cool. She was aware of the products but had never been to their like full on store. And I go in there and um I'm kind of like knocking around with her, smelling different stuff. There's some amazing scents in there. Um and then I see this case is just has like 28 maybe 42 different styles of comb. Oh. And I'd recently broken I forget, like, Mason Pearson or whatever. Yeah. Uh, you know, I had a, like, comb that I like. You just
1: snapped it in your hair?
0: <laughs> no, no. I was not like, in, damn, dog. Not in my hair. Got it was, some diesel it was in, follicles. It was in my luggage. It was in oh. my dopp kit, and it broke. Um and so I needed a new comb, and I was like, "What is going on with this comb selection?" And I guess the guy who runs Boulee had become aware of some comb maker, like somewhere in France. Oh, I can't remember some. This you sounds artisanal. It was ultra artisanal. So anyway, he basically did reissues of all of some no- notable comb makers' combs in oh acetate, and they have all different. Um, colors of it's acetate not real tortoise obviously yeah. no tortoises died for my combs yeah um but i picked two and then they monogram them so they say will welch on them what big they say it big
1: i think this is the coolest thing i've ever heard. yeah oh the other what thing kind that was crazy the, the other
0: thing that was crazy is the combs so they monogram them and then i was i was flying back to new york the next day yeah and so they're like oh we can't we can't turn them around in time yeah but we'll mail them to you for 10 euros and i was like yeah cool yeah and they got there the day after I got back. <laughs> I was like, "This." They have like the illest Pony Express. They have the ill acetate tortoise shell, and they have the ill. They just put my name in gold foil on my combs.
1: Oh, it's gold! Yeah. You didn't say that. Yeah.
0: That's now amazing. you know.
1: I just started using a comb because the the flow got, it just reached that point where it was necessary. I so got this one that's kind of like it's it's big and fat and has w- really big wide set teeth.
0: Yeah. Well, the-, the It's teeth, not like
1: the fine, kind of like gentleman's comb.
0: Different, different width between the teeth is giving you different texture.
1: Yeah. Uh, this one is perfect. So that's why
0: I bought two. I bought one that's wider wide and one that's not narrow because mm. I got thick hair. So one that's kind of wide and one that's really wide.
1: All right. I got one more grooming secret. Let's go. NJ Special. Yes. It's a simple one, but it's important. Those are the best. Night Shower.
0: Night shower, wow! I couldn't be more opposed to this, but go ahead. I
1: only shower at night. <laughs> no one's looking at me like, "Eat that." How you gonna top that, bro? This is always a test because I want to see who's down with it and who's not.
0: Okay, the only thing I can, the only thing I can think of that might be an argument for the night shower is, it's really awesome to climb into some clean sheets. My clean yourself. My
1: bed stays clean. I'm not gonna get in bed after being out all day.
0: In the sit on the subway, in the sleeping in all that subway bile, <laughs> knocking into people at the content tower. You only shower at night. Tell me more.
1: I just only shower at night, so it's pretty much the last thing I do. Almost no matter what, this is this is like a this is a serious ritual habit uh, that I almost never ever break. I mean, it's re- I got to be like pretty drunk and feeling pretty reckless to not take my night shower, um, but that's rare. <laughs> I don't like showers in the morning because they make me hot, <laughs> 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 and it kind of just kind of just like heat me up and um and kind of make me feel uncomfortable, especially when I'm starting my day. Like I hate a hot shower and then to get dressed and then to like trap all that body heat in, <laughs> yeah. and then like hustle my way off to work. And I know a lot of people
0: overpower like, your all natural eucalyptus deodorant. Yeah.
1: I know there's a couple things here that are worth noting one is you perspire a lot in your sleep which is true but maybe I perspire less than others because it's not a problem for me I'm not like <laughs> soaking through sheets I sleep just in nothing but my skivvies. so I, I can tell it, you've had this argument I keep before. it pretty light yeah people like to battle me on this
0: I don't even have to battle you just battling yourself and
1: then it's true, <laughs> this is kind of what I do and then uh, I don't have a I don't need to I don't need a shower to wake up in the morning and that's what I think a lot of people do. They just sit there with the water pounding on them. That's how I get waiting the, for the. That's to, a, like their brain to wake up.
0: That's how I get the engines going.
1: I know a lot of people do, and I respect. I, I, it. I
0: feel weird if I don't. I feel weird if I don't take a shower in the morning. Not I th- always, like on weekends, and you rarely find me showering on a it's
1: weekend. It's a funny thing, actually. I'm sort of realizing this now, but it's kind of a funny thing to admit because now I feel like you're gonna look at me every day and be like, Noah hasn't showered today. <laughs> no, I, de- I
0: definitely won't, dude. Dude. If there's one thing I know about you, it's that you're a f- fastidious and and yeah. and fastidiously groomed. I I do not worry about your hygiene right, any time. Yeah, I I'm... will. Sh- I will shake your hand. <laughs> I will. We can touch hands. We can walk down the. Sh- we were supposed to go on a long walk. We talked about this a long time. Yeah, ago. that's right. We never did it. We can uh-huh. hold hands if you want. I'm not worried about yeah. your gr- not worried about your grooming. All right, I appreciate that. Plus, you're already indoctrinated into the joys of tea tree oil, Dr. Bronner's. We're like we're on the same.
1: Yeah, page. we're basically like. Our skins share a lot of the same chemical composition anyway. So, but look, I, my DMs are open at me. Uh, hit me up, email Sam Hine, and tell him that you're mad about the night shower or that you're on board with it. We might have to run a poll.
0: Oh, we could do this, definitely run a poll on the night shower. I'm going to crush you once again.
1: I'm a little nervous about that one. I thought I would prevail with the hang dry, considering... You
0: know what we could do is we could run a poll now. Yeah. We could, we could suggest that some of our uh, friends of the pod... Try like a seven day night oh, here shower. We go. Yeah, give
1: me a week of night showers,
0: and we'll and we'll see. And then we'll take another poll and see if you've converted. Anybody. Just do
1: this for me when you convert to night shower. Change your sheets that night, so you're getting in clean sheets that night, and then enjoy a week of of
0: just cleanliness,
1: cleanliness, full body cleanliness.
0: You know, before we get into some vibes, let me ask you this: yeah. What is your relationship to and take on? Um, you know, the, this like. Let's call it disinfectant wave, antibacterial disinfectant wave. Like, you know, in hospitals, there was always like Purell stations around and we all understand why. Purell has really, I mean, they must have like a sweet marketing machine that kicked in or something, (laughs) but, but, you know, Purelling is now like a verb Yeah. and people do it all the time. Yeah. Some people do it like semi addictively. Yeah. Oh, what's, what's your take?
1: Um, I don't, I don't tend to do stuff like that. I just try to wash my hands at the times when you're supposed to wash your hands and not touch things that I think are going to be too gross. I mean, there's a lot of like I don't know. People get, have been going nuts about things like flu season lately and then they kick in the Purell super hot. And I don't know that that's the right thing. Medically, I don't even know it's necessarily that good for you to constantly be uh, sanitizing yourself like that. My
0: herbalist wife would say it's absolutely not good for you to be sanitizing all the time. Um. I, a little bit of interaction with bacteria is part of what keeps your immune system healthy.
1: Uh, my personal situation is that when you have a newborn at home, or when you're interacting with a newborn for several months, a few months, you you are advised to do that quite yeah. frequently. Well, and that makes not, sense. Not really. Wi- that baby's to. system
0: is building up its resistance. Yeah.
1: So I, I've. It's funny that you even bring that up because it's something that's been a huge part of my <laughs> my life as <laughs> Good. of recently. Good. But generally speaking, nah. And it's really funny. I was in a hotel this weekend and. As I was exiting the bathroom I've never seen this the 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 door handle to the bathroom door had a Purell dispenser built into the bottom of it, so you could actually gross open the bathroom door and then Purell simultaneously hit the Purell dispenser and be sanitizing. You know, like walk away rubbing the sanitizer into your hands. And I just thought Such- I had that thought that like we've taken this too far as a culture.
0: <laughs> you can walk away simultaneously rubbing into your hands the last guy's pee that you caught off the handle <laughs> and, and lo- the Purell. And a little it. bit of Purell. Let's get into some vibes, Sam. Third, third, third. First Vibes has got to be at Schritz 2000. The homies. So I am uh, in the back of an Uber on Sunday, headed to a Sunday morning photo shoot. You know, it's like church, but for GQ people. Yeah. Headed to a Sunday morning fashion (laughs) shoot. And um, I I open up my gram and I've got some activity uh, and and I click on it. And it seems that what I find is a photo of Leo Fitzpatrick standing in front of a giant cheeseburger, the image of a giant cheeseburger wearing a corporate lunch t shirt. And I'm like, what is going on here? Like, what could possibly be happening here? And then I was like, some incredible friend of the pod in some faraway land has made a corporate lunch probably just like photoshopped a fake corporate lunch t-shirt and, and like put it onto pictures of Leo. And I'm like, this is the coolest (laughs) thing. This is definitely the coolest thing that has happened. Not only in the land of the lunch, but also just in the land period. Yeah. Turns out shirts. 2000 is a new like project by Earl Boykins at Earl Boykins and the homie Pascal. And they're, they're doing shirts and other like, you know, assorted uh, merch items. And the first thing was a corporate lunch unauthorized T-shirt because they're friends and fans of the pod. Now...
1: How can I get one? Where can I cop?
0: So Shut our, up. Shut up, <laughs> Noah. Don't ask those stupid questions. Um, anyway, we're, we're going to see. We're going to see. It's it's a developing story. They just launched this thing. The important I don't know. thing
1: is that they're out there,
0: yeah, if you ask me. For now, they're, it's kind of like... Homies only, but I think even the full run uh, is super limited. But I, as I understand it, there will be eventually be some mechanism for which to buy. Good so lesson stay here. Is, tuned.
1: If you got friends who are doing cool shit, just bootleg it.
0: Make them a tea. <laughs> Make a tea <laughs> in there. Tell honor. them about it. I have actually never been so flattered in my life. So shout out to the schritz <laughs> dudes. That's the first five.
1: Insanely cool. Like uh, one of the top three coolest things that's ever happened to me. Um, next vibe, I actually held out on a grooming-related vibe, uh, sort of unintentionally, but I'm going to drop it right now. It's a garment spray.
0: Whoa, so let's go. This Talk is, to me.
1: This is kind of crucial, but it's a fragrance that is not intended for the body. It's intended for fabrics. So you could like, hold the shirt in front of you on a hanger and spray this stuff on it, flap it around and you're kind of good to go.
0: Is this your shirt's 2000? Is this a company, you just started, <laughs> that Launching to, this company that you're trying to get off the ground yeah, with five number two on I Corporate wish I, Lunch episode 28?
1: Dude, I wish I invented something that is brilliant. I'm actually not sure what the difference between what I'm describing and just a uh, cologne is. Yeah. But I think it's- All, all you
0: know is it's supposed to be applied to the fabric.
1: differently. Anyway, the one I got is from the brand Rita, which is like Hiroshi Fujiwara's cool um, Japanese- grooming lifestyle brand insanely cool and they did a collab with the
0: that's the acronym designer right
1: no that's Hiroshi Fujiwara Hiroshi Fujiwara is the um number nine nope he's like um I'm just naming HTM Japanese stuff he did a lot point. of yeah he did a lot of Nike stuff he does a brand called Fragment
0: oh um, Fragment he's like the sneaker
1: right. sneaker collab guy I often he's like know, for homies with Eric Clapton and stuff
0: I need to brush up my my hype beasting and I often forget that acronym and Fragment are different
1: um he anyway. This one smells like patchouli. It's a collab with the other Japanese streetwear brand called Neighborhood. Yep. This is like collab city fragrance. Anyway, it's cool. You can like spray it on your couch or your jacket, and it kind of like just lingers on the garment, which I really like. Like I like taking a jacket off, and it still kind of smells like something yeah. a little bit. And it's just like the right patchouli scent because that stuff. Yeah, too much patchouli like can be a little cheap brutal. or like overwhelming. But um, I back it, and I especially back the brand Rita. I also have a Rita, um car air freshener. That stuff is dope. And is, and a, is is water. that a different
0: Is that a different scent? Oh, Retail's water backwards. Water backwards. It yeah. took
1: me like forever to notice that. It's like that. Harpo
0: Productions Oprah's um, company. Um
1: yeah, my car air freshener is like mint and lemon. Damn. A mint lemony car air freshener, hard to believe, but it's amazing.
0: Retail, man. Yeah. Vibe number 3. Uh I I also have a undropped grooming tip. Um I'm curious to get your take on this Noah Johnson, but okay. for me, it's unequivocal. I'm all the way on board go get a pedicure yeah big time love to do it you do this too
1: i've a handful of times i can't say i do it but in my mind i would i would love to be doing it more often
0: for me it's just like um the foot rub element is good yeah there's huge self-care breakthrough for you in it and they will just really get in there and take care of your toes
1: massively underrated how how good it makes you feel
0: it makes you feel real it's actually it's really chill it's really relaxing yeah um you know, you can bring a book, you can read a cheesy magazine, you can just sit on the gram, or you can just put all media down and just accept the uh, accept the blessing. But um, a good pedicure, again, it's worth 10 extra bucks to go to a nice place that doesn't make you feel like, hmm, yeah, do they watch definitely. their basins here?
1: That's totally worth it. Yeah,
0: just spend the extra 10 to, again, find the nicest place in your town and go. The god Isaac Mizrahi always knows best. Um, I once... My my dad was like, son, let's go get pedicures. And I was like, <laughs> Really, Dad? And he was like, Yeah. And so we we did, and while we're sitting there, this is what he wants to talk about. My dad is very like, you know, you kinda like gotta get on board with what he's interested in at the moment. <laughs> and um, what he wanted to talk about was we were in Atlanta where I'm from, and it, it was what he wanted to talk about was who would it be the, the funniest who would be the funniest slash like worst person? that we know in Atlanta, to walk to walk in and uh, see us getting right, father-son yeah. pedicures. And um, I'm not going to drop his name, but we decided on one of my uh, Pee Wee football coaches, Ooh. who's just a real tough guy want would come <laughs> in. And, but then again, it's like, if he comes in, why was he coming in?
1: Yeah, what are you doing here? Maybe he's what into, are you doing here? Maybe he's into getting pedicures. <laughs> you no, know,
0: what are you doing here?
1: You know that like NFL players and NBA players oh, get pedicures. and all day, man. They're big, pedicures are big for skateboarders, snowboarders. Oh man. Foot care, Take dude. care of your feet. We've been on we've been on that tip for a minute.
0: A hundred percent.
1: This is episode twenty eight. We're not just getting to foot care. Yeah.
0: This isn't all just Garms and Johns.
1: Um, next vibe is something I've been meaning to hit on for a minute. So a couple weeks back I got to meet up with Callie Thornhill DeWitt. Um yes, artist you did. super interesting. That caramel Bobby. Insanely stylish stylish, insanely cool artist, um, who you guys are probably familiar with, but one of the things that came up in the interview, I was just like, man, you're, you're just like this oracle of like what's cool in the culture. And I kind of pressed him on what he was feeling at the moment. And one thing that came up. You like, asked him for vibes? Yeah. I, I was like, kick Not me. Not in kick. so
0: many words, but you were like, kick me like three of, of the 13 vibes. Bless you. always
1: got to do that. So one of his vibes was um, the record label from London, Trilogy Tapes, which is an insanely cool project. Is um, it cassette tapes? Yeah. They Damn. basically publish. See, that's like so committed. And, um, they produce a lot of cassette tapes and just a lot of mixes their soundcloud page is just a wonderland of bizarre okay so they're rare. Cr- they're
0: cracking the, the 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 stream is streaming absolutely yeah there's a okay.
1: strong digital presence as far as i can tell on soundcloud it's a lot of i just dive into these like 2 hour mixes it's a lot of house music disco obscure ambient stuff and then sometimes it'll just break into like rare oldie stuff or reggae stuff or Whatever. Um, Trilogy tapes. Yeah. It's just amazing. Just get lost in it. Some of it's so strange, it'll be like a like four-minute track of like a cat purring that you're just like, what?
0: And just when you're like, maybe I'm going to change it, something awesome happens? Yeah. All right, man. Trilogy thank tapes. You, thank you. At I think it's Bobby.
1: not a There's probably a bunch of friends of the pot out there who, who already are familiar with the label, but
0: I don't know, dude. It sounds advanced to me. Yeah. I'm gonna I'm gonna continue to follow in my good brother Noah's footsteps and go with music. I've been really into recent vintage rap recently. Yeah. So I don't mean like old Where, school. Yeah. I don't even mean like nineties. Yeah. I mean like aughts rap. Dipset. Yeah, I mean- i That's what comes to mind for me, but- No, I have I have been listening to the dips. I wasn't going to say that because I don't want to just sound like a New York media cliche. Yes, yeah. Like, <laughs> yeah, yeah, I remember when the- di- Look, man, I was at the Fader when we did the camera on cover, you know Let's I mean? go.
2: Uh,
0: but I've been listening to Pastor Troy. Oh, I, you know what started it? And we played Fabo- That's right. As the outro music? Yeah. So, you know, talk about corn. This is a little obvious, but I started cracking up when- um, in In that new Drake song- uh nice for what? Uh huh. He's he he says you got your phone out snapping like Fabo. Because oh. Fabo and D4L invented snap music. Uh huh. And so, you know, it's like du- double entendre you know, snapping your camera, snapping like Fabo. And that made me laugh really hard when I first heard it. And that got me thinking about um I'm seeing spaceships on Bankhead. <laughs>
1: That song's a banger,
0: Scotty. That we played last week. Yeah. If you haven't heard the outro to last the twenty seventh episode of Corporate Launch, I'd never get heard into that it. song before. So good. Um, and then uh, Big Boy posted on his Instagram. Big Boy has a great like Instagram rubric where he just it's hashtag np for now playing, yeah, and then hashtag timeless classics, yeah. And he plays old video. He posts old videos. Oh, that's cool. Of a lot of it is like um you know like Anita Baker, yeah, uh, like classic um it's not all rap but he 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 posted the pastor troy song vice versa which i had just completely forgotten about and was immediately swept back to the a and there's just something about rap music you know the great thing about rap music it's not unlike sneaker culture that we talk about all the time how yeah. the point is what's going on right now yeah um and retroing is like a bit of a a bit of a gray zone but it can just be exciting to listen to some, like, weirdly dated rap music. Especially
1: the recent retro. Like you said, to your point exactly, like, one of the things about the internet is that it rushes the new, new, new. And then it'll celebrate, like, the nostalgia. Yeah. Like, the the 90s or the 80s or whatever yeah. kind of, like, tickles that yeah. kind of thing. But it easily forgets the recent vintage. Right. Yeah. I'm not talking all, about, like, going back things.
0: to It Was Written or Southern Playlist yeah. or catalog Music or Early Ghetto Boys or Early UGK or whatever. I'm talking about, like you know like strange territory of nine years ago (laughs) what do you got nj i'm
1: gonna take you up to the peak of mount washington in new hampshire this next vibe is your next summer journey wow uh mount washington is the most prominent peak uh, so
0: you don't even need a sig other when you have corporate lunch that's correct we're gonna give you we're giving you product we're giving you experiential this
1: is everything we are your everything (laughs) it's true Mount Washington is the most prominent peak east of the Mississippi River. It's like 6,200 feet. Um, It's an insane all-day climbing, hiking experience. You can't... It takes a full day. You basically need to camp at the foot of the mountain, and it'll take you all day to get up and down, and you can only do it for a short period of time during the year because it has some of the most insane and dangerous weather recorded ever in the history of the planet Earth.
0: This sounds awesome. This is in
1: New Hampshire. They get over 200-mile-an-hour winds up top, so you got like a two-month window... In the summer, when you can safely climb this mountain, I've done it once. I thought I was going to lose my life.
0: Now, okay, that's what I was about it's to. ask. It's not
1: necessarily tech. We didn't have ropes. It wasn't technical. It is the most high level difficulty. One, some of the routes I should say are some of the most high level difficulty hikes you can
0: take, can, no can, ropes. Can I get to the top if I don't climb? Only hiking. Like I can, yep. I can hike till the cows come home. But I, I literally am not going to climb the, yeah. the face of any. And there rock.
1: are, I should say, there are some easy hikes up, like some like. Athletic, gr- Some, like, cruiser, could do it. Cruiser weight, yep. It's it would be like walking up steps for f- four or five hours. Yeah, you can also drive to the top, which is the worst thing ever. When you just spent hours climbing strenuously, and then you just hit a, somebody's like, like asphalt road and it's, somebody's and just drives by. Somebody's doing
0: donuts in a Prius.
1: But Mount, do not underestimate the epicness of Mount Washington in New Hampshire. Everyone should do it, ever. It's super fun. Round up the homies, make a weekend of it. It's in the White Mountains. It's a haul for almost anybody. So
0: would you recommend a two-night camp, like wake up, hit the mountain, yeah. come back, spend the and spend yeah. that night too?
1: Yeah, or Airbnb, like a little ski cabin or something up there so in the you, don't, zone. you don't have to like live in a tent. You can do it kind of like comfortably, but uh, it's really sick. We I did it two summers ago, I think, and I'm already thinking about doing it again. You got to plan it in advance a little bit, and you got to hit this window like, we did it in June, and the week before there was a massive ice storm, and someone had to get, like, rescued and airlifted off
0: the mountain. Yikes. You're simultaneously making me want to go and making me not want to go. Nah,
1: it's chill. Do it.
0: Um, I don't think I need to expound on this one heavily. I'm just really into the Air Max 270s, the new Nike Air Max. I got them in black and white. I got them in black and black.
1: I like the black on black.
0: Um, they're super comfortable, and they're dope. I feel dope when I put them on. You I know like, what I mean? I
1: like that. Some it's Some sneakers just like, you put
0: them on and you're like, I yeah. feel cooler in these than I do in anything else I have. Yeah, that's the way it is. Two seventies,
1: new, a new Air Max. That's yeah. how it should be.
0: Um, I got
1: one for you. Shirts that zip. Keep talking. I wore one today. Indeed. the The greatest zip shirt I've encountered, I believe, is our Legacy's suede zip shirt that they've making for as long as I can remember. It's uh, a collared shirt.
0: Are you? Is this? Is this, no. this this one because this one, is more of a jacket.
1: I'm wearing today a a velvet uh, Supreme of course zip shirt. It's Ooh. a little jackety because of uh
0: two pieces of Supreme today.
1: Yeah, and a dusty purple tee. But Supreme
0: the, on Supreme. Who's the hat? You got to. Well, this is your moment to add the brand. Oh,
1: Fair Ends. That's the homie. Fair Ends in Montana.
0: Straight out of Missoula.
1: Um. Zip shirts, man. They're not super easy to find, but you get one and it doesn't seem like a big deal. You're like, my shirt buttons are at snaps. I'm cool with that. I don't need your zipper. But then you have one and it's just adds this whole other interesting dynamic.
0: There's like a, there's a ... I mean, sometimes all I'm looking for is just something other than the things I always wear. Totally. You know what I mean? Just that third option.
1: Get a zip shirt in the arsenal. I recommend looking at what Our Legacy's got. If not, Supreme is actually the other brand that makes really good ones and that's kind of all I know of, so if you got another one, shout it out. But
0: Guys, we've vibed. We've groomed. Groom yourself like a god. Take care of yourself. The, the key to taking care of other people, which is the thing this planet needs, is for all of us to start by taking care of ourselves. We'll see you next week.
1: Thank you for joining us.